Merhaba from Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 4th of January, 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. Let's kick off this episode and this year with some good news. On Tuesday the 3rd, President Erdogan announced that Turkey will increase the salaries of civil servants and the pensions of those who retired from being civil servants by 25%. With this increase, the lowest civil servant salary will be over 11,000 liras, around 600 US dollars whereas the lowest pension amount will be over 7,500 liras, $400. Speaking of pensions, on Thursday the 29th of December, Turkey lifted the retirement age requirement. Previously, women had to be at least 58 years old and men 60 in order to be retired, even if they had completed their 20 years of insured service. Now that the government has lifted the age limit, over 2 million people became eligible to retire. Many think that this move is the president's latest attempt to gain support before the elections this year. However, some people argue that the people got what they have been deprived of for so long. They said that the lifting of the age limit is not something to applaud the government for, but instead something to criticize. Moving on with more good news, President Erdogan said that from the 1st of January, Turkey has lowered the natural gas prices for places of worship and Jamevis, a place of worship for the Alevi community, by over 40%. He added that the country also reduced the price of natural gas for commercial use by up to 25%. Even though this is good news, some people noted that the president didn't include Jamevi in places of worship. Previously, they had been categorized as foundations, but Alevi leaders argued that Jamevis were also houses of worship, just like mosques, churches, and synagogues. However, last year, the government declared Jamevis as houses of culture instead of worship. Now, Jamevi have the same benefits as houses of worship, like cheaper bills, but it lacks the title. On another note, in a joint press conference, the Minister of Environment and Urbanization and the Minister of Finance announced the details of the government's mass housing project for middle-income households. They said that they've put a cap on the price of houses. In Istanbul, the price would be a maximum of 5 million liras, around 250,000 US dollars. In cities like Ankara, Izmir, in Antalya, the maximum price is at 3 million lira, or around $160,000. In all the other cities, the cap will be 2 million liras, or around $100,000. They have also revealed that for the first three years, the government will pay a part of the monthly mortgage to ease the citizens' financial burden while waiting for the construction process to end. However, citizens will have to pay that money back to the government later. Next up, we have some political news. Back in early 2021, President Erdogan withdrew Turkey from the Istanbul Convention on Preventing and Combating Violence Against Women. Many politicians and women's rights organizations protested against the withdrawal and filed a lawsuit against it, arguing that it was unlawful. They said that all parties in the parliament approved the convention and claimed that the constitution didn't give the president the right to annul the decision on his own. However, the Council of State, the highest administrative body in the country, ruled that the president's withdrawal was lawful. In some tragic news, on Friday the 30th of December, a gas cylinder exploded in a restaurant in the Nazili district of the city of Aydin. The blast killed seven people and injured five. One of the workers of the restaurant said that they were trying to replace the cylinder and it suddenly caught fire and exploded. The police detained five people. On the same day, a construction crane from a hotel construction in Izmir fell on the container the workers used as a dormitory. Seven of the workers who were in the container died in the accident. One survived without any injuries. Workers stated that they've asked their superiors to move their container to a different location before the accident, 
fearing how close it was to the construction site. However, the company ignored them. A worker said that the tragedy was not a work accident, but murder. On Friday the 30th of December, an armed man on a motorcycle opened fire at Sinan Atesh, the former chair of the Grey Wolves, a far-right nationalist organization with close relations to the Nationalist Movement Party, one of the ruling parties in Ankara. Atesh died in the attack, and his friend was injured. The police detained five people in relation to the attack, and a court later arrested three of them on charges of deliberate killing. Many believe that this was a political assassination. Opposition leaders like Kamal Kilic Dawarlu and Meral Akshaner condemned the attack and demanded that the government look into the case carefully and thoroughly. However, Devlet Bachali, the head of the Nationalist Movement Party, didn't comment on the matter. Kilic Dawarlu slammed Bachali for staying silent. He pointed out that Atesh was the head of an organization that was closely associated with the Nationalist Movement Party and accused them of overlooking the assassination. Now, onto some news on the economy. The Confederation of Turkish Trade Unions, known as Turkish, said that the poverty threshold of a family of four reached above 25,000 liras, or around 1,300 US dollars. The poverty threshold is the minimum amount of money that a family of four needs to maintain a healthy diet and also cover basic needs like clothes, education, and rent. On the other hand, the hunger threshold, being the minimum amount of money a family of four needs to not starve, reached over 8,000 liras, a little below the minimum wage of 8,500 liras, or 450 US dollars. Some international news. On Tuesday the 3rd, Turkey and Bulgaria signed an agreement for the transfer of natural gas from Turkey to Bulgaria. Last year, Russia cut off its gas supply to Bulgaria. Because it was mostly dependent on Russian gas, Bulgaria risked facing one of its coldest winters. The Turkish Minister of Energy and Natural Resources said that this deal will contribute greatly to Europe's gas security. On New Year's Eve, Mustafa Warank, the Minister of Technology and Industry, dressed up as a motor courier for the Getir app, one of the most popular food and grocery delivery services in the country, and delivered orders to a student dormitory. He said that he wanted to bring awareness to the conditions motor couriers were working under. He said that the couriers were working in harsh conditions, implying their work during bad weather conditions and public holidays, and wished that 2023 would be the year of laborers. He added that Getir didn't request payment for the orders he had delivered. On Sunday, the 1st of January, a man dressed in a Santa Claus costume dove in the Bosphorus to protest fishing in the Bosphorus and bring attention to sea pollution. He collected plastic fish from the bottom of the sea that fishermen dropped in while fishing. He asked the fishermen not to hunt small fish and wished everyone a peaceful, healthy year with plenty of beautiful fish in the sea. Speaking of the new year, this year, the New Year lottery prize was 200 million liras, almost $11 million. Four quarter ticket holders won the lottery and the money was divided equally between them. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. You can support us by subscribing to our show. That way you'll never miss an episode. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at turkey at rorschach.com. Hoshchak Kaleen! Hoshchak Kaleen!